This is Tim Staten with Tim Stating the Obvious. What is this podcast about? It's simple. You are entitled to great leadership everywhere you go, whether it's to church, whether it's to work, whether it's at your house, you are entitled to great leadership. And so in this podcast, we take leadership principles and theories and turn them into everyday relatable and usable advice. Hey everybody, thanks for being patient and not giving up on this channel. I've had some serious technical issues since July with database crashing, computers crashing, and now they're fixed so we can resume what we do. Putting out some common sense approaches to leadership styles and tools that you can put into everyday use and practices. That's what we're here, that's what we're about. We're going to be moving though to a twice a month episode for podcasts and then twice a month one minute videos for an obvious minute on Facebook and YouTube. I've been thinking hard about the way forward with this channel and a plan for the next year uh, during the downtime with some technical issues. So I hope that you enjoy the content that we're putting out and will be able to contribute to the community. This week, we're going to talk about a quote from Henry Ford. And he says, whether you think you can or you can't, you're right. Leadership, especially during tough and trying times, is all about your mindset. I can't count the number of times where my teams have been tasked with a daunting and seemingly almost impossible task. And when I bring it back to my team, I am met with all the ways that we can't do something. Frustrations, a negative mindset, some people are looking at how not to do work, and As a leader, sometimes it's frustrating because you want your team to excel and you know it's a difficult task, but you also know that as talented as your team is and as smart as they are, they can find a way to do it. You just have to get them over the hurdle of the I can't and into the I can mindset. I once had a boss tell me anything is possible. We just have to find a way to get to yes. And at first, I didn't believe him. I had to, you know, overcome my own thinking and rethink the statements that I always make internally to try to get to yes and achieve the seemingly impossible task. So one example of this is I was um, working in Germany and a remote training area. And in the winter, it snowed a lot. And it was a very hilly place. It was a very, very, it wasn't mountainous, but it was very hilly snow everywhere in the winter time and I'm talking about snow that goes all the way up to your knees icy very very cold at least it felt very very cold when you're out in the woods for a long time and so I once had a boss tell me he was like hey he was like I want you to set up command post over in this one area and he was like I don't want any type of I don't want to be seen in any type of way so my job was to make sure that my boss could communicate to his to his bosses and to the people uh, who worked with him uh, down below. I was looking at it and immediately I started thinking, this is impossible. We don't have the resources. We don't have the people to pull this off. I mean, I don't even know where to start with it. And of course, I went back to thinking what my first boss told me. He was like, anything is possible. You just have to get to yes. So I refined the requirements with him a little bit. And I was asking him, say, so what do you want to be able to do? You know, do you want to be able to use computers? Do you want to be able to use phones? Do you want to be on radios? Like, what is it you want to do? And so he kind of refined the guidance for me. And I internalized it. I said, okay, I think I have an idea. So I walked back uh, to my to my team and I was like, hey, the three of us had to figure this out. Now, typically I have a much larger team. However, during this time frame, time period, we had people in multiple different countries all over the world doing different things. And, and so I had to convince them that the three of us could make this happen. And my first pitch to them was, hey, we need to take 21 strands of fiber, which is 12 pairs of fiber. And we need to run it about four miles in the woods 
in knee deep of snow in unoptimal conditions because if you know fiber is glass and sometimes it can break and it's not very pliable when it's very cold and we don't have the right equipment we don't have the right tools we don't even really have the fiber that's long enough or even fiber at all but we need to find that and oh by the way we have one week to get it done and immediately i was met with all the different ways that we couldn't get it done and we couldn't get accomplished so i said okay well, let's come up with different ways that we could do this. How would we do it? And after pulling out some maps and looking at some, you know, Google aerial photos and kind of looking at things, we all came to the conclusion if we started at one end and worked our way back and we did it very, very slowly, we could do it. And so I said, okay, well, here's here's going to be my challenge to you guys as we do this together because two people just couldn't do it and three people was challenging enough. So I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to drive around on the installation and i'm gonna see what we can find for resources available who's got something laying around who's not using something and then it dawned on me that the installation the place that i worked at actually was undergoing a major technical upgrade at the time and they had a a facility full of fiber on these massive reels that we probably should have had a truck what you know went through the spool of the reel and it made it a lot easier because uh, that's what they used well i went up to one of the workers who was there and he was a, a german national and i said hey can i borrow that that reel that big old spool of fiber that's about six miles long and oh by the way i'll bet you two kegs of beer that if my team and i can run this from this area over here and i showed him where i was talking about to this area over here bet you two gigs of beer that we won't break more than two strands of the fiber so that would mean like 11 pair would work and he was like oh that's impossible you can't do that and i said i'm gonna do it with three people and i'm not gonna use any special equipment i'm just gonna unreal it but i need you to drop it at the starting point for me because this is just too big for me to carry it needs to go in the back of the truck i don't have the manpower to pick it up and carry it so can you drop it over there and i bet you two kegs and i said but if i can do it I need you to terminate both ends, meaning take both ends so they can work. And the one place I wanted to end at actually was a junction point to, you know, internet and everything else. And then he was joking about it and, you know, they made laughs and jokes. I said, okay, no, I'm serious. I said, two kegs. And so he goes, okay, done. It's a deal. So he dropped it off and he was like, there's no way. Because at this time, it had blizzarded the night before. I don't know if blizzarded is a word, but I'm going to use it. Snowed very heavily uh, the night before. Uh, he dropped it off. The truck actually got stuck several times getting out there in the middle of the woods. He finally dropped it off. The team and I are staring at this giant spool of fiber going, how in the world are we going to un- 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 undo this? So we literally took it 10 feet by 10 feet at a time. Unruled it, walked it out a little bit, unruled it, walked it out a little bit. One person just kept walking in the direction that we were going. And about a day later, we were done and we made sure that, you know, we you know put it in the natural, you know, culverts and gullies and everywhere else it needs to go to protect it as much as possible. And we got to the other side. And so then I went back to the place where I got it and talked to the gentleman. I said, hey, we did it. It's already already laid out. It's done. He was like, no way. I said, yeah, it's completely done. I need you to come out and shine the light down it so that way we can see where it's at. And he just started laughing. And he was like, yo, you broke the whole thing. You did it too quickly. It's too cold. It's going to snap. It's going to break. And I said, look, let's just go. Te- just Let's just test it. Come on. So he comes out. He tests it. And he goes, you only broke one strand 
I said, oh, I guess you got to terminate it for me. And then he just started laughing in disbelief. And I was like, look, I'll buy you a keg of beer just because you're helping us out. And he was like, okay, okay. But you and your team need to come with us. And I was like, all right, we'll come with you and, and drink it. But that's a that's a way different story. But the fact that we were able together as a team to do the seemingly impossible task without the proper resources, without the proper manning, and literally just three people sit in a room brainstorming how to do something. We turned an I can't do something into an I can do something. And it turned out really, really well. Come to find out almost eight years later, it's still there and they still use it. And it is probably the most unprofessional type job I have ever done, but it works. It's effective. It's only stupid if it doesn't work, right? So there's a fine line of being a uh, you know, bordering the, eh, it look, doesn't look right, but it works. So it's effective. So it's good. If it didn't work, it'd be a stupid idea. And I would have been out a lot of money and uh, wasting some resources plus two kegs of beer. But that's beside the point. The point is, is that if you think you can, you will find a way. So in as leaders, we have to come up with the, with the best ways to get our teams to think into the I can method, even though policies may say you can't, rules may say you can't, everything may point to how you can't, but there's always a get to the way that you can do something. You know, leadership is about influencing and inspiring people to achieve things that they may not know what they can do, and it's our job to get their full potential out of them. The trick is to help people change their mindsets. You know, if they're in the I can't do this mindset, they will never be able to overcome themselves. However, if you coach them through to change their mindset into the, oh yeah, I can do this and help brainstorm that, then they're going to be able to do it. No matter what the task is, it's always going to be achievable and it may not be to the best level possible, but it, but you'll be able to get it done. And the trick is, is how to get to people to perform at a higher measure doing the things that they can't do. So one way I do this is when I come back to my team and I put out a task that we are told what to do, I literally ask them, how can we do this? And I let them air out their grievances and all the ways it can't be done. I literally will sit there uh, sometimes for 10, 20 minutes and let them get it all out. All the impossible ways about how we don't have much time, enough resources, you know, we didn't get enough guidance, we don't really know what we're supposed to do, is this really the right way to do it? All of those things, let them air it out. And then I ask them, okay, so how can we get to yes? Assume that you are in a perfect world and you have all the perfect conditions at the right time, how can we achieve this? And almost every single time they come back with a way to solve it. And only two or three of the ways that they come up with a way to solve it is an obstacle that me as a leader needs to help them overcome because it's something that they can't control. And sometimes it's something that I can't control, but I can help influence to people to get them to control it, right? So it's about the mindset. Often we create our own obstacles and create problems that really aren't a problem and they don't really exist, but we think they exist because we think it has to exist because otherwise it would be so difficult, right? And if it didn't exist, it'd be too easy. So those obstacles have to exist and they have to be in the way. And we assume that there's a problem when there isn't really a problem there. And if you dig into it, really, it's just other people you've been listening to ill-informed facts or something had changed and you didn't realize something had changed. And so it's really not as difficult as you thought it was before. So again, the trick is to get everyone to think into the I can mindset. Like Henry Ford said, whether you think you can or you think you can't, you are 100% correct. And I added that 100% correct in there. You're 100% correct. If you say you can't do something, it will never happen. If you say you can do something, it will happen. 
you know, about two years ago, I came up with all these reasons why I couldn't start a podcast, why I couldn't get on uh, my computer and a microphone in my office in my room and start talking to myself and hopefully other people will listen and all the reasons why I couldn't do it. And to come to find out, those were all obstacles that I created in my own head that really didn't exist. And after some work and some determination and thinking about it, boof, here we are. We got a little podcast, may not be the best one in the world, but it's a start and I just enjoy doing it, period. So get your teams into thinking into the I can mindset instead of the I can't mindset. And it's okay to let them vent. It's we're people, right? We're all human beings. We all, when we're told to do something daunting, immediately go to uh, one, I may not want to do that. And two, it's probably gonna be really hard. So let me just complain about it to get it off my chest. Now, once I've done complaining, all right, I'll help you get to yes. What, what can we do to get to yes? How could we make this happen? So that's the trick. Get people to think. And when you're leading your teams, one, you always have to remember, remember you can get to yes and you can get it done yourself. Because if you don't believe it, your team won't believe it. And two, let them believe it and help them get to yes. I want to thank you for listening to this episode of Tim Stating the Obvious, where we talked about the mindset of you can instead of you can't. I hope this really helps you out. Um, maybe a couple of you have you know, hit a roadblock over the last year or maybe something recent and your team has gotten to the I can't mindset or maybe you got into the I can't mindset and it helps you maybe spark something to go, you know what, we can do that. And if that helped you, then great. If it didn't, pass it along to somebody else who you think it might be able to help. But before we go, I would like to ask two things of you that I usually do ask you if you listen to my podcast before. One, please subscribe comment and share this podcast with one or two other people that you think might like it. I'm not asking you to share it to the whole world, just one or two people that you legitimately think, hey, you might like this. That's cool. Share it with them, please. And then the last thing I'm going to ask is provide some feedback. We're here to have a discussion. I like talking to the computer screen in front of me and to everybody else. And you're probably driving in your car going, well, there's no computer screen here, but you might have a Tesla. You might have a computer screen. It might be there. I don't know. But provide a comment. Provide some feedback. You share something maybe in a, in a thing that you couldn't think you could achieve it, but you did achieve it. And how you got to yes. How did you achieve the impossible by changing your mindset from I couldn't do it to I can do it and now you achieved it? How did you do that? Share it. Other people want to know because you're not in this alone and you didn't achieve it alone. So share it with everybody else so they can benefit from it. And lastly, I'm very, very interested about hearing from you. Uh, just like I, I said before, you know, share something of, of your stories. Very interested in about you and what you're doing and what you're thinking. And if you have a problem or you want to talk about a certain topic that you haven't heard, let me know what it is. I'll do some research on it. I'll maybe bring in a special guest and we'll talk about it. If there's something that you're interested in, it, I'm probably interested in it too. I love people and I like to help people as much as I can. And I would love to see people succeed. So thank you for doing everything that you do. Whatever the career field you're in, whatever you're getting started out in, I appreciate you doing what you're doing. Other people may not appreciate it. Some people may not know what you do, but what you do matters. And because you do it, it's what drives something else. I really hope you enjoyed this episode. I'm Tim Staten, stating the obvious. <laughs>